Hey there, friends. It's Renee here at the Rosie Hour Podcast. And this week, you're in for two exciting guests. First up, Diamond of Skin Deep and Gwen of Shoe Crazy Wine. Pew, 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 pew. So we sip rose. We're going to sip rose. That rose hour, baby. Hey there, friends. It's. Drum roll, here at the Rose Hour podcast, and I'm here with Bartender Ben. Hello, all. What's good with you, man? I can't call it because we are seven whole days. Seven whole days. Seven whole days of what? From the election. Oh man, I tried to forget about that stuff. Well, you know, hey. I, I tried. I tried to, you know, I, I started listening to uh, meditation music. Oh, so you listen to like cleansing? Yeah, like mm. stuff you listen to at a massage parlor. Ah, well, that that stuff is amazing. I love a good, you know, cleansing. But you know what's crazy? It actually feels like my mind is being washed in a good way. Yeah. Well, brainwashing is real. Right, right, right. You know about, you know, I'm like, it feels like it does cleanse my mind. Like, you know, as you go through life, you go through the day, you have frustrations and things that make you um, upset. Yeah. And just kind of like, just you know, just kind of throw you off a little bit. Listening to that, especially in like a good noise counseling headphone. Yeah. You know, with some beats, you beats. know, beats by Dre, go get them. And listen to some meditation music. It really, really does make you feel better when you come out of it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I even listen to it while I'm playing like video games, while I'm walking the dog. Yeah. I'm just laying in the bed. It's a good thing. Well, you know, sometimes you just got to let Jesus use you. Let the Lord wash upon your spirit. Amazing little things of cleansing. (laughs) So, yeah, it's a lot of going things going on in the world. But, you know, you got to take a moment. Speaking of good things. What's that? I'm really excited about today's episode because we have dope guests. Man, who we talking to? Well, the first person is Diamond of Skin Deep Beauty Box. And I love it because each month you get a box of Skin Deep Beauty products. So she cultivates with different black beauty business uh, companies and creates and cultivates boxes. So like you can subscribe and each month you get different beauty products. It's kind of cool. And then my girl Gwen from Shoe Crazy Wands. And I love me some Gwen. Her wine good too. <laughs> yes. Gwen is amazing. Hey Gwen, your your wine good girl. <laughs> yes. Shout out to you. Yes, yes, hey, yes. So you talking to her today? Yes. Oh, so, oh, oh. Well, that's that's why we're here, Ben. I, what? Yeah. I'm here sound you're fine. Oh Lord. <laughs> Yes. So we're talking to Gwen of Shoe Crazy Wine. And so 
At Shoe Crazy Wine, she works with the best vineyards in California to develop her unique blends, uh, which are created with women in mind and operated by a mother-daughter team. Uh, she understands that women face tough daily challenges and know how to tackle them together with a great pair of shoes and a great wine. Uh, Grant, Gwen Hurt had everything going for her. Three great kids, a successful career in IT uh, that sent her globe-trotting business trips far removed from the poverty of her childhood. In those days, she and her siblings each had one pair of shoes to wear for the entire year. Then in 2013, Gwen's path took an unexpected turn. The company where she took her, uh, she worked for over 15 years, downsized and was let, and she was let go from her job. Um, and so she took everything and packed up, got into an accident uh, that severely injured her and her daughter. And, and they they took a year of physical therapy to recover from their injuries. When they were recuperated, they basically uh, turned a, a hobby that they they developed from the you know uh, going through their their physical therapy, which was winemaking, into a business and developed shoe crazy wine what the damn this is what i'm talking about an amazing woman so put all of that on a damn right so her interview you guys have to listen to i'm really excited about diamonds too but these are two dynamic women um and you got to listen to their interviews because it's so 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 powerful about coming through adversity um, and doing some amazing things. So I'm really excited about that. But want to talk about their fabulous sparkling strawberry passion rosé. Um, ros their rosé has fresh aromas of strawberry with delicate notes of sweet watermelon. So I'm really excited. They have a lot of different types of wines. So check them out and they talk about it in the episode. Oh, man. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear this. Yes. Man. But we also got to talk about one quick thing real quick. What's up? LeBron James real quick. Man, okay. So as a kid from, I, I mean, I'm just a kid from Chicago as he's a kid from Akron, uh, Ohio, Midwest, Midwest love. Uh, I know that he went to, you know, LA and he's a Laker, you know, Lake Show. Got to give him some credit. Got to say congratulations to LeBron. I know we have not done an episode since LA has won a championship, but we have to go ahead and give LeBron his credit. We have to. He's not better than Jordan, though. Time out. Um, we have we have thirty seconds on this conversation. Thirty seconds of this conversation. One, I don't think you compare the two because the leagues is completely different. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people forget about the mental side of the game. Mm -hmm. And when you introduce like social media and all that type of stuff, it changed the whole mental. You can't hide stuff. And a receding hairline that all of a sudden came back. Are you sure? It's, it's video documentation that, <laughs> that your hairline receded and then came back. You dig me. So that's where I'm like, uh, if Jordan had to put up the pressures that LeBron had to put up, I don't know if he would be the same Jordan that we know today. Jordan played with the flu. I mean, that's cool, but what about the stuff that we didn't see? You know why? Because Jordan me? is smart. And there was a documentary about it. So, hey, boom. Hey, time out. Now, boom. I am not arguing that Jordan is not the greatest basketball player of all times. He is. 
on paper and in and, power and, and in truth. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. You said it. You know what I mean? So I know we gotta wrap it up, but um there's no argument here. I I just think that LeBron does face a lot of things that players from the Jordan era did not have to face. There was a lot they had a lot more privacy and things were more protected than they are now. They had more NDAs back then. I mean, but the, it, it's true. <laughs> but I mean, but also too, it's just the way you can share it, share stuff. It, it, you just flick a picture real quick, you know, with social media, and it's blasted to the world. You, you know what I mean? So back in the, in the nineties, they didn't, we didn't have nothing like that. I guess. I mean, we, we you, didn't you, like you, that. you could get a picture developed. But it would take forever. It would take forever. One hour photos. Right. I mean, but it's easy to like, kind of like switch the stuff under the rug. So I, anybody in the world could be like, oh my God, I caught LeBron over that stupid chick. You feel me? And just throw a picture up. And now this kid is unknown, is famous, and LeBron's image is tarnished. And it's just like, damn. Why I had to be like that? I guess. But that's, that's why it's like he has to watch everything they do. I guess. But to LeBron, we want to say thank you for bringing awareness to BLM and also for winning the championship. Facts. Yay, LeBron! <laughs> Still ain't no Jordan. <laughs> Facts. So without further ado, and because we are so excited because we have so many dope people on this episode, we we're going to kick in with our first interview with the amazing Diamond of Skin Beauty box. Pew 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 pew. Hey there, friends. It's me, Renee Johnson, here at the Rose Hour Podcast. And today, y'all, this is so cool because. I'm trying to get my skin together. It has been acting corona crazy. And you know what? I probably touched my face way too much, even though we're not supposed to touch our face. So we are talking to the best person for this right now. She's created her own skincare line because of some of the issues she was having with her own skin. And I think it's so amazing. She's a woman of color, so she's got that melanin popping. She's originally from Tennessee, but now she's a Georgia peach. The owner, creator, founder of Skin Deep Beauty Box. Diamond Davenport. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, 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 hello. Right here, girl. Yes, that was so good. Well, thank that you. Was well, thank you. You got me hyped just listening to it. Listen, you are like the Evander Holyfield, Mike Tyson of the that of the beauty the world. <laughs> That's what I am trying to do. I am trying to get there. Well, so, you are doing it. <laughs> yes. So I am happy to be here and to tell your followers, your listeners a little bit more about Skin Deep Beauty Box as well as myself. So I know you mentioned that Skin Deep Beauty Box is a skincare line. It is actually a skincare subscription box. Ooh. So I basically, yes. So I basically connect with only black-owned companies. Small, they can be small, they can be indie brands, they can be large brands, it really doesn't matter. But my focus is black-owned skincare brands to be featured in my box every month. So what I do is I connect with the owners basically um i let them know what 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 i am what i represent what skin deep is and skin deep is basically an avenue giving highlight to our beauty 
giving advertisement, marketing, highlight to these different brands that don't get the shine that they deserve. So I am here as that stepping stone. That's what Skin Deep is for, to be that stepping stone for these companies, to let everybody that looks like us know, who don't really look like us, but you know, might still be interested, to um, let let them know what we have to offer and what's going on around the world that we might not know about. So... Yo, and that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So I came up with Scandi Beauty Box because I've always... I've always been in love with beauty. I don't know why. And I guess I've just been a girly girl my whole life, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> I've always been in love with makeup. the name Diamond, you have to be. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I guess my mama had a vision or something, so she knew what to call me. <laughs> she knew exactly what to name me. But I have always been in love with beauty, uh, skin care, uh, makeup, all that type of stuff. But whenever I would go out to the stores or online and stuff like that, I would never really find companies that the owners look like me. Mm-hmm. And like, I understand that skin is skin to a certain extent. I feel like someone that looks like me and who has personal experiences with our skin type is the best type of person to provide products that will be beneficial and the best for our skin yeah so that's that's where skin deep came from i wanted to give people like me who may have been maybe looking for these companies maybe looking for these people somewhere that they don't even have to look anymore it's right here i'm gonna give you everybody you need so <laughs> that's where i love that's it where skin deep came from yes um so like I was saying earlier that I mentioned that, I, well, that I feature small brands, big brands, anybody that, you know, that will allow me to feature their company, allow me to hold their baby with my baby, <laughs> like my baby's <laughs> helping their baby. So, um, yeah. Well, but not just to say that it's only focuses on face skin, it is, it's a company that will focus on the whole body. So these past two months, I have been featuring companies that have their like their niche is basically you know face skin you know acne all that type of stuff getting that situated mm-hmm. and fixed up but we are going all out in the entire body because who wants a good face and everything else is messed up okay. so we are you gotta exactly, get your back so we, together your arms exactly, your thighs exactly so we are focusing on all type all skin not just face we are focusing on feet legs, body, everything. Everything that your body has to offer, Cindy will have a company featuring in the box that can help you with it. Ooh. Now, you've done all the research. So, like, you're connecting to all of these companies and, you know, reaching out. And, like, how are they receiving this idea of, like, being part of a subscription box? To be very honest, everyone has been so, like, welcoming, so, like, excited. A few people are just as excited as I am. And I'm like, and it's been just so overwhelming and just, like, the love has been crazy. Like, because going in, I was like, so, I was like, okay, what are they going to, I'm just starting out. These people might have been already established and stuff like that. What am I really going to offer them? But I think that they saw the vision. I think they they get it. So they want to be a part of um, someone that really has, you know, us in mind. So I I think that that has been helping me to, you know, connect with these people and have them receive me well. 
Yeah. I'm really grateful for that. (laughs) Yes. Really, really grateful for that. Yeah. Well, and I know you say you get products from around the world. And like, I know turmeric is something everybody tells me. You better put on some turmeric on your, you know, your dark spots and da-da-da-da-da. So like, as you're seeing like sort of like beauty products from across the world, what kind of things are you seeing are like sort of like the common ingredients and things that people seem to be really using for skincare? So the products that I have been featured in the box I have noticed like all of them are doing all of them are going vegan all of them are going strictly plant-based trying to do um, everything natural um, I wouldn't say that it's becoming a trend but it's just something that people are seeing that oh people are really gravitating and wanting to do this you know natural lifestyle and have even all the way down to their skincare completely natural so that's one thing that I have been seeing from products all over like everybody that I've mm. been in contact with that's what they are featuring and making sure that that's something that they advertise or something that they let people know that it is. I love that. And like, I'm a vegetarian mm-hmm. trying to go vegan. I've been a vegetarian my entire life. But like hearing about okay. more products, especially like that you put on your skin that are vegan mm-hmm. based, vegetarian based. Yeah. I love it because it's like yes. it absorbs in your your spirit and your skin and your organs. Yes. And it's, it's, else a, it's a whole <laughs> it's a whole experience. And that's what like I didn't like I just became vegetarian probably mm, fully without any mishaps <laughs> this this year. <laughs> this year. Yeah, COVID <laughs> so made you do it. It, it, it. She did. She did. Yeah. She put me in my place. She said, you need to get all this handled. So, yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> so that um, so I, I'm just noticing and, and it reflected back to my food. It just makes me want to make sure I'm putting the stuff on my body, all that to be all in one, all natural and all, I'm taking care of everything in one not just thinking, if I do this this won't really matter when really at all it's all connected everything matters everything is it matters and it's like yes I know like um I have like some food allergies like I'm allergic mm-hmm. to nuts and all that so like I, I just learned you know even though I've been allergic to nuts my entire life mm-hmm. even products with nut make me itch terribly so because yes. it's not digested and I think in the large consumption of like I was eating peanuts I don't have right. the same reaction but I'm having a reaction it's like being aware of like your body and these products and what they do like it's mm-hmm. really real so it's amazing yes. that like you're like putting it out there for people to subscribe and sort of like get like a month is it monthly yes it is monthly so um you do pay every month to get the different boxes but if you don't necessarily feel comfortable with doing a subscription you are like the everything is still available for people to purchase individually so you don't necessarily have to be subscribed to you know get on this train like you still can get it <laughs> you, can, you too can board this express <laughs> yes, train you can to get on here skin. too we are all here together so yes the only difference is the people that actually subscribe they get special discounts and stuff like that so that's oh. the difference of um the subscription versus non-subscription so okay and now how yes. long have you been doing these boxes i think i'm not sure we, we we heard that i started officially june 10th 2020 
What? Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It has been already, I have learned so much already. And it's only been how many months? (laughs) Not even that many. Girl, 2020 feels like it's been seven years in itself. So I I swear we done done experienced all types of stuff in this one year. And people experiencing a whole lifetime. Right. But like, I love the fact that like you created during COVID, you created a business. Yes, I had to because I, I just seen like everything. It was just time to stop saying that, I, I, making up excuses of why I wasn't doing it. It was yeah. time. Like it just seemed like how things that working for other people can be gone so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, with anything, it's it's so important to have your own stuff going on because even if it gets delayed and stuff like that or something happens with you know shipping or whatever all that type of stuff it's because it's a tough situation it's a tough job to be you know have your own business and run it properly but it's no better feeling <laughs> it's right. nothing in the world you d- nothing in the world it's the cost to be the boss <laughs> it, I, it is definitely you pay the cost for it i love it mm-hmm. i love it so what can we look forward to with like next month or like even like we're entering fall now, you know, it is September, yes. you know. Yes. You know what? I am going to announce a September company on your podcast. Ooh, yes. <laughs> so this month we are all about, you know, everything has been going super crazy in 2020. We have been riled up. We have been tossed. We have been just made a fool of. So September, we're going to be relaxing. We are going to be getting back to our center, getting back, connecting with spirit. And we are featuring an amazing, amazing company. They are called Bath Brand. They they have all things bath. Like they make the whole bath an experience because I mean that's what it should be anyway. You know, we're cleansing, we're cleansing ourselves. We are um, washing away the day. We are either you know just relaxing our muscles, anything like that. So Bath Brand is a company. Um, made by this lovely woman named Tiffany. She is very into spirit and stuff like that. So they have brews that you, but you know how you make tea with the um, herbs and stuff like that. They have bath brews mm-hmm. that you put into your bath. You soak and you know you get that whole experience where it's like you have a whole meditation in the bathtub. So as well as clearing your your head and getting your head together, your body is getting it together as well. So and they have oils where you basically oil your body up before you get into a shower or the bath and that oil once it gets exposed to the heat and the water and stuff like that it does the cleansing for you so you don't necessarily have to scrub your skin and you know put that distress on your skin in that type of way because the oil basically seeps open opens your pores and cleanses the stuff away so when it washes it off it washes the dirt off too so they have a lot of different stuff like that and that's what's going they are going to be in the box this month so we are going to be getting ourselves together we're going to be you know recharging and relaxing because we deserve it because it's been I so much stuff going it. on yes. yes no we do need to to reclaim our time <laughs> we do we do we and do I it's just so it. much so i just want everybody to be able to have experience this company and you know um connect with them like i have connected with them on this journey to get them in the box yeah because they are amazing they really are i'm here for this okay so now we need to know how can people subscribe follow you and if they're a small business or a company uh that that's focused on black skincare 
how can yes. they become a part part of this? So like, give us a tea on like how people can buy and also be a part of it. Okay, so people can buy by going to our website, and that is www.skindybeautybox.com. Um, it has all of the boxes from going into September, as well as the boxes previously. You are able to subscribe to just become a member, and you know get that monthly subscription and monthly discount and stuff like that. Or you just say you can go in and order whichever box you feel is good for you for the moment. Um, companies can also connect with me through my website there's a link on the page where you can email me um, if you're interested um, you can email me directly at skindybeautybrand at gmail.com or you guys can follow me on uh, Instagram and Facebook both handles are Skindy Beauty Box yes so, get yes. you some skin deep yes <laughs> your Please beauty do. is skin deep right yes deep deep yes. deep deep get deep yes. in that deep. Down. <laughs> yes. So I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love you, and I can't wait because this September box seems everything that I need and life. I mean, it is. It I'm, is everything. I'm here for it. I'm here. I'm over here for it. <laughs> yes, please be. Please be. Because I'm here to give it to you. I'm here to give it to you all. <laughs> yes, yes. Everybody buy one today. <laughs> so I I always ask everybody this question more specifically about rosé but i know we talked before mm-hmm. and i feel like mm-hmm. we gotta change it up yes it's a rosé hour but you yes. know what sometimes you need a little some extra you know a little yeah. strong and since we're talking about spirits and cleansing and yeah you know, we go do things a little different <laughs> would love to know what's your favorite adult beverage so <laughs> I know I told you this before, but I am a shot girl. So yes. I prefer, you know, uh, the nice tequilas. That's what I prefer. Yes. <laughs> so, she loves so. a good tequila. I love a good tequila. So do you not, do not margaritas too? Stuff, but I love the good, a good tequila. Yeah, I do margaritas, but I prefer to just take do it a straight. Shot, you know, because all those calories, I don't need all that. Just give it a <laughs> shot and we're good. Get, get me to where I'm going. Like you yeah, said. Just give me where I'm going. <laughs> I love it. It's like the train reference. I love it. I love it. Well, Diamond, this has been so much fun. We've got to have yes. you on our, our virtual yes, happy hour. I love it. And I we got to have to you on it. again to talk about another month box because yes, this is ma'am. amazing. And, you know, we're yes. all about celebrating uh, black businesses. And so I'm really, really thankful for you for stepping out there and trying to find, you know, great skincare products because, yeah. I'm sorry, I cannot do over the counter stuff anymore. More and uh, no, I'm so Don't thankful you are doing the legwork for us. <laughs> <laughs> I got y'all. I love y'all. I love us. So I really, 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 really just want everybody to experience these companies like I have. They are really amazing. So I want to put that out there for people to do. Yes, and we are here for it. Oh, I mean, you're so amazing. <laughs> well, you are too. I really oh. appreciate you more than you know. <laughs> well, sis, we will do this again. <laughs> Please. I'm ready. Yes. Well, thank you again, Diamond. Cheers. Yay. Bye. Thanks so much, Diamond, for such a great interview and teaching us, well, (laughs) teaching us more about our skin and your skin boxes. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to talk to the amazing small business entrepreneur woman, Gwen of Shoe Crazy Wine. She has more shoes than she does. I don't know anything because, I mean, she's shoe crazy and got wine. 
You're going to love this interview, guys. Stay tuned. Hey there, friends. It's Renee here at the Rose Hour Podcast. And today, this is like the best treat ever. You've heard of shoes. We all love them. You've heard of wine. You all love it. Combining the two, but not drinking the shoe. The amazing creator, founder, Gwen Hart of Shoe Crazy Wine. Yay! Hey, Gwen. Hi, how are you? Good. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes. Like, I am a huge fangirl of your Instagram and of your wine. Like, I I might be a stalker. Yes. (laughs) We like stalkers. (laughs) I'm here for it. I am a stalker and I love it because it's two of my favorite things put together. Yes. And I have to say two of mine as well. That's why we got the name. I love it. And near and dear to my heart. (laughs) Well, want to know, like, how did you start in the wine industry and having your own wine company? Well, it's a it's a little bit of a jagged edge, as we'd say, getting there. Um, The journey uh, started a little sooner than I thought I would. Um, I actually um, started Shoe Crazy after I was downsized uh, from my position uh, in corporate America. I worked for a Fortune 300 company as an executive and was downsized. And then two days later, myself and my daughter were in a car accident. Oh, no. Um, North Carolina. Yeah. So that was kind of the start of that aha moment, uh, you know. Uh, so that's that was the catalyst for getting me into the wine business. <laughs> wow. And so what happened? Like, what was your first step? Mm. First step was I said to my daughter, you know, I can stay in this room and be a victim of my circumstances or I can do something about it. Mm. And I said to her, we're going into the wine business. And she basically said, mm, how many drugs did they give you at the hospital that oh I didn't Lord. get? And uh, <laughs> said, not enough to stay in this room, nothing about what's going on right now. And so I actually um, got on my computer and I started doing my little searches and looking for a way to get into the wine business without owning a vineyard. Um, Because although I was given a a pretty sizable um, exit package, it wasn't enough to buy a vineyard. Right. So I, you know, figured out um, how to get into this uh, business without owning the vineyard. And I did partner with someone who, you know, took advantage of me financially. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yes, I used my own money to fund it. Uh, But, you know, I'm not really that sorry because... (laughs) Still, on, on the anniversary of uh, the, the birth of Shoe Crazy Wine, I do say thank you because I wouldn't have gotten into the business if it weren't for him. Um, you know, so he did give me the uh, catalyst uh, to get started. Um, I didn't know anything about the industry except that I like to drink wine. That's yes, what I did. that's the yeah. first step. <laughs> that's the first step. So I thought, okay. And so actually the name Shoe Crazy was around years before I actually started the company. Um, I'll just kind of step back in time. Um, in 2006, I was given a winemaking kit for Christmas and I made Chianti in my kitchen. Oh, cool. 
Wow. I said, this is fabulous. I had like, you know, 100 bottles of wine. And I said, okay, to my daughter, Brittany, I said, what am I going to name this? What vintner are we going to be? And she says, oh, for God's sakes, you know, name it something you love. And I said, well, I'm crazy about shoes Mm -hmm. and I love wine. So Shoe Crazy Wine was born in 2006, actually. Um, And I actually found the original bottle of uh, one of the empty bottles of that Chianti that I labeled 2007 Chianti Shoe Crazy Vintners. (laughs) How hilarious. Yes. And it was not drinkable. I Listen, to someone, someday, somewhere, it was drinkable. We cooked with it and it made a beautiful bolognese sauce. Mm. you know, so that was that was kind of my initial foray into wanting to know about wine. And then spring forward in 2013, um, I actually got into the wine business. And so as I grew into my you know current self and understanding of the industry, there were some things that, you know, I had to pivot on a couple of times. Um, the first one was, you know, I can't sell online at the time. Uh, Amazon was selling online and, you know, wine this and wine that and mm-hmm. all the shit for those big companies and I had dropped shopping carts because when they got to the checkout you had to pay for shipping and you know so I thought okay self um, you're bleeding money literally so what can you do so I did a pivot and decided I will sell into retail well I yes I sent out so many samples of wine thousands of dollars in samples and I was turned down systematically by every distributor I sent my samples to wow Yes, and it was a resounding no. Nobody's going to buy from a black wine company. It was nobody's going to buy from a brand they don't know. You'll be around a year, if that. And so I got a lot of different reasons for the no's, but no's nonetheless. And so at that point, I said, self, okay, how do we tackle this one? And so I went about learning how to become a distributor myself. And yes, so, yes, try to shoot everybody else. Yes, exactly. And so I wasn't savvy enough, though, to give my distribution company a different name than my wine brand, you know, the wines that we were creating. And so it's pretty wine distribution <laughs> as well. Um, so I became a distributor in the state of Virginia and took my samples out and started knocking on doors. And we got our first retail um, customer. And then we got our second one. And then we would stand on the floor, my daughter and I, and do wine samples. Hi, would you like to taste a little shoe crazy? And we would get, you know, sales. But a lot of our of, of the consumers that were coming by our tables would say, do you have anything softer? Do you have anything sweeter? You know, yours is good, but it's, do you have something that, that isn't bitter or that doesn't bite at the back of your throat? And so that was my second pivot. That mm. was my pivot. I thought, okay, these, these consumers are telling me that they want something different than what I have in this bottle. I have these beautiful calves, I have these beautiful Savion Blancs, I have this beautiful rosé from France. And um, it just wasn't selling at a, at a high clip, mm-hmm. if you would. And so I decided to pivot again. And we introduced our first sweet wine called Sweet Harmony. And oh. as the interesting thing about Sweet Harmony is that at the time that it was introduced, there was a lot of dissension in the country. Now, I know it is now, but I'm talking about... You know, in Minnesota, not Minnesota, in, um, uh, where was it, Wyoming? The, the the police officer killed the black kid? Where was it? Um, um, <laughs> uh, I can't remember. It's so There's many places. so many places. So many places. Well, I put the label very simple in black and white. And I said, we needed harmony in this country. And everything 
um, in this country is always a headbutt between black and white. And I just felt we needed a little harmony. So Sweet Harmony has that black and white label. And that, yes. And so that was the history of that particular wine. And it was selling, when we put that in the marketplace, we would sell 10 cases of Sweet Harmony to one or two bottles of Rosé or Cab. Wow. (laughs) Because most of the market wanted something sweeter and something lighter. And so our wines are, you know, not syrupy sweet. And so I thought, ding, 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 this is working well. So we introduced our sparkling peach mango, which is a sweet sparkling. It's a beautiful, if you smell it, you think you're in the orchard. It has real peach and mango nectar in it. I have that. It's delicious. (laughs) Yes, it's fabulous. And it's won awards. And our rosé, our sparkling rosé, which you have, the strawberry passion, also has won awards. We won gold medals. For these both of these sparklings and so that started to turn the tide for us um and then i you know made a a sweet red for my mom who at the time uh, was on uh, medication for dementia and she couldn't have red wine she loved red wine i'm like mom you can't have red wine it's too much alcohol in it so we created a lower alcohol red wine that was sweet Um, But not syrupy sweet. We don't add any additives to our wines. We freeze the grapes to get that sweetness out. And so she loved it. And then people would go, what is she drinking? And we're like... (laughs) Oh, my gosh. They were like, I want some, too. I want some of that. And then we bottled it, named it Sweet Bella, bottled it. And it's our number one seller in four states. Wow. Yeah. So and then we have, you know, our rosé, which, um, you know, everybody loves because it's it's a demi-sec. And yeah. those are our top sellers, our sparklings, our Sweet Bella, Sweet Harmony. Now, we also have traditional. We have a limited-release Cabernet. Um, so what we decided was we do. We were doing it before pre-COVID. We were doing a lot of events. And at those events, they usually would want like a Cab or a Chardonnay. So we have a beautiful Chardonnay. We have a delicious Cab- uh, Cabernet. Um, and those were typically, we had offerings for events, like you said, you know, different um uh, events that happen around town, they always want a red and a white. They want mm-hmm. something And then they'll want a sparkling. So we'd have a sparkling group, which is like our Prosecco. And so we have a, a lineup for every palette and every taste. So we have our, you know, limited Cabernet, limited Cabernet. We have our lightly oak Chardonnay, our demi-sec rosé. And what we've been able to do is go into a box, um, arena, and which turns out to have been a very good decision I made five years ago, which was I'm not going to go after restaurants because yeah, you, you sell one or two cases to a restaurant every couple of months. I need volume and mm-hmm. volume business. And I tell anybody that goes into it, if you own a vineyard and you want to have a tasting room and you really want to coddle the grapes and you want to actually get your hands in that soil and in those vines, that's what you do. That's not what I do in the wine business. That's not what I ever wanted to do. I wanted to make money. That's right. Right. So at the end of the day, I needed volume. And so I went the route of the big box retailers, which is a long sales cycle, anywhere from two to five years. Mm. So if I called you up, you know, today, chances are I'm not on your shelf for three years. And it's a dance. And I tell people, you have to be in it for the long haul. This industry, if you want to be in it to make money and make a career out of it, which is what I did. I never had it as a side gig. This was never something I did part-time. I went in full throttle, go big or go home. I love it. Yeah, yeah. and so we're now starting six years after I decided to become a distributor. Six years in, um, we're in 
quite a few retail um, locations in Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina. We're opening up Georgia and Florida. Uh, we just landed Sam's Club and Food Line. We have, we have Total Wine. We have the Navy Exchange, the Coast Guard. Um, so that was basically my design, which is I'm going to take the longer route to get to the end result. And so we're starting to see the fruits of that labor now. But it has not been easy. I was told put a white woman as your face of your company or a white man mm. as the company and you'll get in the door faster. But I was raised by Mabel Blackwell who said sometimes the, the, the best route is the hardest route. Yes. Right? Come on, so Mabel. I, yes, thank you, Mabel. I said, you know what? I'm going to take the hard and arduous route. I am not putting somebody in the face of my company that I'm working my tail off. Right. Bro, right? Why give them the credit when it's me doing yeah. the work? When I'm doing the work and it's my design, it's my, you know, and my family. So it's a family-run business. My sons and my daughter both work in the business. Oh, as well as my significant other. Um, so it's a family-run business. And, um, you know, I try to be very clear with, with, you know, young people that want to be in this business. It can't be your side gig. If it's your side gig, just call it a hobby and let it be that. But if you want to actually, you know, make this your, your business, your career, you're going to have to go full throttle to do it because it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. And, you know, with what's going on right now in the economy, there's only a few industries where, you know, your your um, revenue isn't severely affected. And this industry is one of them. Yeah, I think but, if anything, everyone has seen mm -hmm. that the alcohol yeah. and wine industry is outside of Amazon. The only thing that in toilet paper are the only things that have gone mm -hmm. up. Exactly. Except it has to be at a certain price point. And that's something that we yeah. spent the last four years getting suppliers and producers and winemakers that could make the wine the way we wanted it and that we could stand behind in our bottle. And they could recreate the, the blends that I make in my kitchen and get that price point down to $9.99 on the, on the retail shelves. Wow. $8.99 and uh, $10.29 is what our $10.59 is what our wines sell for. I'm here for those prices. Yeah, and because most people are. Most people will put, you know, $10 a bottle of wine. Um, as the economy starts to, I don't know if it's going to make a turn. It doesn't look like it to me. Um, if it does, God bless. If it doesn't, you know, then you need to have your wine at $7.99. <laughs> exactly. People need know, it priced right. You need to have it priced right. Um, and it has to be recession-proof. So uh, it, you know, we, we do have a product um, that is recession-proof as long as the dollar amount is right. And that's what I tell people. A $30 bottle of wine did not do well, you know, during COVID-19. And darn sure, a $100 bottle didn't. Oh, yeah. And any yeah. posers yeah. out there, you know, yeah. saying that they did, no, <laughs> you didn't. Because people are losing their jobs. People do yeah. not have the resources. But right. people still want to take the edge off. And more right. so, I think there's more anxiety out there, which is why yeah. people are like, I'm turning to like, home virtual happy hours because I miss so yeah. socializing or yeah. home yeah. birthday parties and everyone's trying to do it at home and it has to be, yeah. you know, where people yeah. can access it. Otherwise, yeah. it's like, why pay that yeah. price? It's not an experience anymore. Right. It's not. It's really, a, you know, like you said, it's almost a comfort zone. Um, we do a virtual wine tasting every other Friday where we introduce, you know, shoe crazy and we pair it 
Um, we're also uh, going to be um, distributing Portuguese wines when the ports finally open up. Oh, um, so we have, we're doing, you know, a trip through Portugal. I <laughs> So it's, and we do have a rosé by Mundus, uh, one of the vineyards there. It's a beautiful rosé. Um, so, but I still like mine better. Ah, ah. <laughs> of course, because yours is tried and true and always good. I'm not going to diss my, diss my rosé. Um, but yeah, so we have, a, you know, a lot of opportunity for growth right now. Um, we're still focused, um, you know, laser focused on growing our shoe print in that big box retail and military you know, um, space. Yeah. And I've never heard anyone as far as I've been in, in conversation since this podcast started about having their wine at basis. And that's so huge. Yeah, um, I come from a Navy family. So my mm-hmm. partner, bartender Ben, he is mm-hmm. a, a former Marine. And so like, you know, the base is something I'm used to. Yeah. People do not look at that as like, a mechanism to get products somewhere and you're so innovative yeah yeah actually you go to you know andrew's joint base shoe crazy wines right there at the west side the west side market the little gas station we sell a lot of wine there man i know where i'm going this weekend (laughs) yeah and we have them in single serve too um but yeah yeah. So, you know, I, like I said, I try to advise, you know, anyone that's going into the industry and I get a lot of calls from people that say, you know, I want to start my own um, label and we help, you know, we've put a couple of folks um, in this business, you know, and we do it where we're not taking advantage financially of anybody, but it's still, it's a costly business to get into and then trying to decide how do you want to sell your products? So I have two young ladies who one in, um, Atlanta, one here in Virginia, and then one in Louisiana that we're developing her products. But we also do private label for hotels as well. So we do the house wine for the Cork Hotel here in Richmond. They're what? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got to put your tentacles out there. You have to, you know, you have to sit down and say, okay, what's my strategy? How can I, how can I feed and clothe my employees on what we're doing? Right. And so that's how, you know, we kind of look at it. I don't take a big salary for myself. One day I hope to. <laughs> it's coming I'm, sooner it's than just, you think. What, I mean, geez. to live on shelter security when I retire. Um, but yeah, so, you know, we're growing. We're growing our shoe print. And that's what we're focused on. Um, we, Like I said, we just launched Shoe Crazy Wine North Carolina. Next month, we'll have Shoe Crazy Wine Georgia um, so that we can self-distribute in those states and keep the price down on the shelf. That's really what it's about. It's making sure that, you know, that price point is in the sweet spot. Wow. So th- that's my little story, my little journey. Um, I've done this not alone. Nobody can, you know, walk this thing alone. I've had women support me. Uh, we broke the mold of women don't support women. Yes. Women support me from the very beginning. And my first retail customer was a woman. And she said, somebody took a chance on me, so I'm going to take a chance on you. And that was our first um, retail customer. And we were on the shelf. I took so many pictures. We were dancing. We were, you know. <laughs> You're but, enjoying the moment. Yeah. And to this day, I take pictures when I walk into a store and my wine is on the shelf. Yes, still- you should. This is all your hard work. Listen, yes. you're getting more chimes here. More chimes. Yes. More chimes. Yes, exactly. Going into Sam's Club, they're buying, you know, pallets of wine. This is like crazy. 
So we're, we're blessed. We're absolutely blessed. And and my daughter's been there with me from the beginning. Uh, my boys now work for the company as well. And they support, you know, they've taken pay cuts like you wouldn't believe to come yeah. do this, you know. So I can't say enough about them. Oh, I love a family business. And to hear a Black-owned family business? Mm-hmm. Girl, yeah. Gwen, sister, can you put out the mold so that we can get more generational wealth created? <laughs> oh, oh, right. That's where we're lacking. That's where we're lacking. We really, you know, I don't want to get on my soapbox, but we were never taught how to save money mm-hmm. to be consumers. Oh, and yeah. we're good at that. We're good at being, it's consumerism. And we need to start to be good at saving and, you know, investing and things like that. And go back to the old days when, you know, we owned land in this country. Yeah. You know, you know our great-grandparents, they owned their, their house. I mean, it may have cost them $1,000, but they owned it, you know. And they, so, they did everything they could to make sure that it was kept. That it was paid for, yes, and, and, and kept. And so we need to get back to that, like you said, generational, you know, businesses. And then, you know, get back into really, you know understanding finance and how we need to save. Um, I myself was a victim of, you know, I own 300 pairs of shoes. Why? I mean, I can go into why and it's all good wise because like (laughs) they're beautiful. They make us feel pretty. Uh, You look amazing in them, but I get where you're going. (laughs) Because you know what happened? My lights were turned. I couldn't couldn't pay my light bill and I had a pair of $2,000 boots sitting in the corner. And I, those boots cannot pay this light bill. I mean, you could put them to work, but they, <laughs> they can't. They can't. They, they can't cannot themselves bring you the money. <laughs> they cannot. They cannot fail the Dominion Energy. They cannot. Uh, you know, it just—it was very eye-opening to me, and I went never again, never again, because that to me was the most frivolous looking thing and I'm standing there going my, my lights are out mm-hmm. <laughs> but they were out because I was growing a business so I understand that part too because people will go well that's because you chose to grow a business yeah that's true but at the end the, you know the it's just sitting there and I'm just going wow that's like but, a but to your point like why do we like I can and I don't want to go too deep, mm-hmm. deep into it but like I can look at some of my you know Caucasian counterparts mm-hmm. And they have never experienced a lack in service and utilities. Yeah. And they've grown businesses from scratch. And yeah. it's because they have seed money, startup money, daddy's money, grandma's yep. money. And yep. like, we don't, don't have, have that. I have it. And I, you know, I, you know, spent a good portion of my, uh, you know, 401k, my retirement, everything, you know, for my business and did it because I could not get an investor. I yeah. Still- or, you know, uh, angel investors and VCs and said, you know, I just landed Walmart. I could be in 4,000 Walmarts if I had the money. Yeah. And they said, I don't think your business is sustainable. Yeah. yeah. You know, why it's not sustainable? No. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it was like that. So I finally said, you know what? I'm still going to have to just, you know, trudge along. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, we've we've worked to to a point where, you know, we can probably get, you know, bank financing and stuff now. So, um, But even that's hard because the APR, depending on the bank, there's so many decisions that the bank alone makes. And people forget that. And then don't forget about the SBA and an SBA-backed loan. There's some discriminatory things that happen there, too. And people forget that. 
Yeah, and the other thing is that with SBA, you have to have assets. Yep. You know, you know, it's not just the government saying, hey, you know, we're going to write you a check. Uh, you have to have some assets that they, they consider, you know, viable before, you know, you can even qualify for that. And so when you're starting a business, especially like in the wine business, your assets, and if you don't own a vineyard, is just your inventory, really, right? <laughs> and they're like, so, we can't, they're a bank, they can't resell wine. They so, can't. <laughs> they're like, well, what, what else do you have? Yeah. Yeah, and then that's just it. What else do you have? Well, you know, I've, I've sold everything to keep this going. Right. <laughs> I got these pallets that the writers on. Can that be a resource? Yeah. I know. So you're, you're really up against it, you know, from, you know, and being a woman in the industry doesn't help either. It's like I said on this panel I was on, I walk in the door right away with two strikes. I'm, I'm a woman of color and I'm a woman. Right. <laughs> So, you know, you got one more second before someone says, oh, no, thank you. Yeah, exactly. And for whatever reason, that bias is that they have. I've, you know, I've got two of them right up front. And so I tell people, you have to you have to have a thick skin. You can't take anything personally because I've had some things said to me that were just atrocious. Mm. Uh, Retail uh, manager at at a huge retail chain said to me, get on your knees and beg. What? Yeah, it's it's an ugly it's an ugly industry, and I tell people, you know, you're gonna run up against some crazy. Just as many good people that are there that are helping you, um, like Kathleen was my first, you know, person to take a chance on us as a retailer. Mm-hmm. There's also that that ugly side, very ugly. You know, and I said, you'd never tell a man to get on his knees and beg you. I mean, I don't bend my knee to I bend my knee to no man, and right. I just my little trolley of wine and, and walked out. But how dare you even feel that you can say something like that to a woman, to anybody. Well, it's to over a product, fool. It's making you money. You better it's go money. ahead and move on. Yeah, and they, they, they don't want to make the money. They don't care. They're like, we don't care. We're not going to make the money. Um, you know, I've had them say that nobody's going to buy black wine. Well, wine is red, white, and rosé. Right. Don't um, nobody know until they do a Google search. And even then, you got to do a deep search for a lot of companies. Yeah, and it's like, but wine isn't black. It's like, what are you talking about? I, I take them literally. It's not black. It's red, white, and rosé. And there's a brand called Black Box Wine, sir. <laughs> People are buying it since yeah, the 70s. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, come on. No, you know, it's like, it's just such ignorance sometimes. And you just go, you have to have a thick skin. And you just, you know, you let it, you let it roll. And then you just keep going and keep pushing. Oh you know, it, it, it gets lean. Um, you get so many no's before you get a yes. And I always go on Julia Roberts. I read an interview. I think it was Julia Roberts. And she says, as an actor, if you don't know how to accept no a hundred times and being told that you're not good enough, then you shouldn't go into this business. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you be able to say, okay, I'm better than what you than what you say I am. And that was my mother's mantra. She said to me, Gwendolyn, you are better than what they say you are. And that's what she walked. That's how she walked. And that's how she taught us. And that's what you have to say. And, you know, I don't want to, you know, belabor it, but that's a mantra that everybody should say. I'm better than what you say I am. I am better than what you think I am. And then, Amen. And then move on, right? Amen. And then move on. Yeah. Well, you're dropping too many gems today. <laughs> I'm hoping I can help one or two people or inspire them or, you know, if they're feeling a little down to say, you know what, maybe I can just try this one more time. You well, know? you just inspired me. Uh, and I, I don't even know nothing much about trying to start a wine business. I love talking to people who have. 
And mm-hmm. I'm like, I could do it. Quinn says I can. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And have a glass of rosé while you do it. <laughs> hey, that's what it's all about. <laughs> yes, right. A little shoe crazy. <laughs> yeah, a little shoe crazy. Is it rosé? A little shoe crazy, whatever we have. <laughs> I mean, why not? Why, why not? not? <laughs> why not? I like that. We should, we should coin that. Why not? Why not? <laughs> so, when like- doing? Uh, where can people purchase some of your amazing wines? And also, how can they follow you, connect with you, all of those things? Because, I, I mean, after this interview, you're going to get a lot of people trying to reach out to you, honey, for, for advice. Well, that would be great because I give an advice. I take time to talk to folks. But I, we ship to 34 states, uh, www.shoecrazywine.com. So you can buy online. Um, we also sell into Walmarts in Virginia and North Carolina and soon Georgia. Um, we're in Total Wine and More in Maryland, uh, Virginia, North Carolina. Uh, we're at Andrews, like I said, the Coast Guard, Navy Exchange in Virginia and Maryland. Um, we are growing our shoe print. We're trying to move forward. Uh, I love it. The <laughs> mm-hmm. shoe print. I'm sorry. So there's there's a lot of places that you can buy you can buy our wine, um, and we we love that. And then soon uh, next month you'll be able to buy it at Sam's Clubs and Food Lions in North Carolina and uh, Virginia. Yeah. Oh my God, you guys. And then how can people follow you online? Instagram is probably the best. Facebook, we're on Facebook and Instagram. We're on Twitter, but I don't do a lot with Twitter because that's so political right now. It's oh, like, yeah. it's a hotbed. Yeah, it's um, like, I don't even want to look at it. <laughs> no, it's too much. It's so depressing. Um, so, you know, Instagram and Facebook, Shoe Crazy Wine. And then I have to ask this question mm-hmm. as we're, we're wrapping up uh, mm-hmm. because literally we have to have you back on, Gwen. Like, you are so motivational. You are so amazing. Like, I feel like Thank I could you. go run. And like, I just told you, I just came in from the gym and I was like, oh, I'm tired. I got to get some water. Now I'm like, okay, girl, let's go. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's go. I love it. Yes, you are so like just energetic and vivacious and amazing and just every positive adjective out there. I'm so happy to know you. <laughs> Thank you. And I get that a lot of it comes from you. You're very, you know, you, you're very inspirational as well. And I appreciate that. And to have a voice and, you know, be able to kind of speak my truth. Um, I do appreciate it. Well, that's what we're here for, to uplift each other. Yes. If we don't, who the hell will? <laughs> who will? That's right. Who will? So That's true. my last question for you. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a tough one. Okay. What's your favorite rosé? And it well, could be a brand, style, type, all of that. Okay. So my very, very favorite rosé is no longer in the marketplace, but it's still in my in my cupboard. It's the uh, Shoe Crazy Wine French mm-hmm. rosé. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful rosé. We don't have it in the marketplace right now. We might bring it back. That's my all-time favorite. And then my second is my, you know, shoe crazy strawberry uh, rosé because it has those strawberry mm. notes. Mm. And then I'm going to tell you my third one because um, I do have a third one, and it's a Portuguese uh, rosé. It's Mundus, um, M-U-N-D-U-S, and we're actually bringing that to market in Virginia and North Carolina. So it'll be around one day. But those are those are my top three, and and I hate to be selfish because <laughs> don't be. <laughs> yeah, self preservation is key to the pandemic. Brand, but I love what we produce. I love what we produce, and I'm very proud of it. 
Yeah, and if you're not, again, who else will be? Right, that's right. (laughs) I'm here for it, and I love it. I'll tell you, that strawberry was delicious. Yes, it has that long strawberry finish. It's very nice. You're going to love our strawberry rosé. We have a a naked sangria for those that don't Mm -hmm. don't drink alcohol, and you can have a nice smart cocktail. You have your naked sangrias. We have those that we sell online. And then we also have a a, um, a, uh, rosé, sangria which is beautiful and it's made with our rosé um wine oh mm-hmm. all of these things rosé sangria oh my gosh yeah. so delicious guys i'm getting so excited i cannot wait i'm going on the website now you guys should too follow two crazy wines gwen this is probably the funnest tuesday i ever had <laughs> me too me too and i had some wine to go with it so that's always lovely that's always <laughs> the best well thank you so much for joining us cheers cheers thank you so much gwen for such a great interview and taking the time for speaking with us and teaching us about small business you guys gotta check in with gwen purchase some amazing wine that she has she's based in the east coast and reaching on out all across the country and she's doing some great lives so don't forget to follow her also don't forget to follow skin deep beauty they're doing some great things and doing some amazing boxes so check them out as well want to thank bartender ben angeline magdalene here at the rosie hour podcast don't forget to check out our website follow like subscribe to us on all podcast platforms and don't forget vote 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 november 3rd because it is so important um it's really important y'all because (laughs) there's so much on the line and it is really important i don't know if i can stress it anymore how important it is to vote so november 3rd if you haven't already voted early in the united states if you have not mailed in your ballot if you have not stood in line if you are in certain communities or if you have not gone down to just you know voted and they have to didn't have to stand in line uh whatever you got to do just make sure you exercise your civic duty to vote uh it is a very 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 important election uh give me a good birthday for november 7th so vote the way that you think i would want to have a good birthday so cheers to everyone uh we want to see you again here next week um we're gonna have more dope guests more dope people we had to take a couple weeks off just to fyi no people have been wondering what's been going on uh we have started new jobs we are working towards a better uh, united states for all of us so we are doing a lot of campaign work here in the district uh phone baking and our jobs have been very demanding uh, so we had to you know refocus for a while but we are back better than ever y'all so join us here again the rosie arrow podcast we are here for you again don't forget to like follow subscribe and we will check you out on our next episode cheers beep, 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 beep.